You're listening to Authentically Me, a podcast dedicated to activating the magic that is within us all through the power of authenticity, sharing, and transmuting with love. Here, you will find real-life experiences shared through the lens of everything is always serving. We are led through this journey by your host, Serena Rose. Serena is a ceremonialist who believes our life is just one big ceremony for our soul. Connect to your soul and enjoy the ceremony. Hello, Authentically Me Beauties. This is your host, Serena Rose, and I am here today solo, bringing you a very special solo cast to talk to you about something that we are all affected, impacted by, and a very special part of, which is cycles. I am a woman who has a cycle every month and most biological women have cycles monthly whether or not an actual blood release happens and men actually have their own cycles and emotional experiences that may or may not be attached to the moon cycle as well. Cycles are a very powerful part of life. So there's moon cycles, um, there's menstrual cycles, there's even cyclical patterns and experiences that we can get into. Perhaps you've been caught in your own cycle or pattern, so you can relate to what I'm saying. I know for myself, I have been caught in cycles in relationships where I realize, oh shit, this is happening again. I'm going around in circles. These are the same patterns and the same experiences or stories x y and z that have happened before you just kind of realize like whoa (laughs) i'm in a cycle i'm in a circle right now and it doesn't always feel good and there are stories that men and women can get stuck in surrounding menstrual cycles specifically. I know that when I had my first period, I was 11 years old and I bled and then I didn't bleed again for another year. And so then when I was 12, I started bleeding each month. And no one really taught me the things that I now realize that are so needed surrounding sexual education and the body anatomy 
um, and the female cycle. I remember the first time I put a tampon in, I read the directions like 50 times. <laughs> I was in the bathroom for like an hour. I tried all the positions, laying on the floor, squat position, sitting over the toilet. Um, and I did not put the tampon in my vagina all the way. Like half of it was kind of out. And I remember thinking like, fuck, this is so uncomfortable. I thought tampons were supposed to be more comfortable, but I literally, I did not know. And no one communicated this with me. I think I may have learned the proper way to put a tampon in a number of years later through communicating with friends. But I share that with you because we get taught what we get taught and we don't get taught what we don't get taught. And so a lot of times I know I've had a lot of guy friends throughout the years and I've had conversations with them surrounding, you know, women they were seeing having their period and they've said things to me like, oh no, I don't have sex when she's on the rag and it's disgusting and you know, the body releases more odors during that time and there's blood down there, obviously. And so we get these ideas in our head that it's gross. And women, just the act of having to put a tampon up there or wear a pad or be bloated, we can feel, I can feel at times gross. And so a lot of these stories are adopted just from TV and old belief systems and not really having the proper education out there surrounding how beautiful a cycle can be and how it's not gross. And those are not things that are taught. We're taught hygienically we need to you know, put something up there to catch the blood. And a lot of times it's scented. And, you know, yeah, there's just so many fucking stories surrounding a woman and her period. And I have found through my own experiences and growth with this and conversations that I've had with a lot of people that we can get stuck in these stories. And a lot of times, we don't even know that there's other ways of existing or operating, you know, <laughs> like maybe you're a man listening to this and you're like, oh, I can view a period as a beautiful thing. It doesn't have to be gross. I don't have to be grossed out. And if you are grossed out, that's okay. You know, maybe ask yourself why. Maybe sit with yourself, communicate about it ask questions. And, you know, there are a lot of things that I wasn't told and that I still don't know. <laughs> um, but I do know that I have learned a lot in places where I've come together with other women and felt supported by them because I love men, but men will never know or understand what a woman goes through 
during that time. It's an emotional experience. It's an embodied experience. And I know I've done some reading and there's this thing called the red tent that used to happen. And women would get together a lot of times women in groups or communities or tribes have their menstrual cycle at the same time because you start to sync up. And so women will get together in the red tent and bleed together and support each other and have this, what I imagine to be a beautiful experience. Um, And that doesn't necessarily happen anymore. It's not common. And even just a woman supporting another woman is not necessarily common. And a man supporting a woman when she's on her cycle also is not necessarily common. But it is something that I would love to talk about and spread awareness about because it's part of who I am. It's part of who we are. And it's a beautiful thing, a beautiful experience. And there's so much medicine in a woman's cycle. So women also experience side effects like cramps or bloating or headaches or cravings. Um, exhaustion I could go on you know like we're literally losing blood I know myself I can gain up to 10 pounds during my cycle or leading up to my cycle and if I'm losing a lot of blood if I'm having a really extensive bleed um, then I can feel really depleted really exhausted and almost feel bedridden dare I say at times I have felt like oh fuck I can't do anything I'm just bleeding so much and um, there are also these really deep mood swings and emotional experiences that come along with the physical stuff so I very much practice more of a Chinese medicine and everything is connected. So the body is literally releasing blood, releasing toxins, releasing energy, and releasing what is no longer serving. And with that comes the emotional release of toxic emotions, emotions that are no longer serving. And sometimes things get brought to the surface. Some more fiery things can be brought to the surface during a woman's cycle. Um, Things that have been frustrating her, pissing her off, (laughs) Um, irritating her. I I could go on, but I think you get the idea. So what if, what if as humans holding each other, we embraced that medicine 
we embrace to that biological experience that is happening instead of contracting and backing away and fearing it. I know when I started to shift my perception surrounding my period, I thought, okay, I'm going to talk to my body. I started there. I started with holding my stomach and talking to my cramps and talking to my body and shifting the way that I experienced having my period. And then I started to celebrate having my period and I started to really connect and tune into my emotions and the physical uh, sensations that I was having. I really got to know my body and my body's chemistry and my emotional body in a whole new way. And I started to celebrate her every month. Even if I was having a bleed where I was like, I really don't want this right now, um, I would still celebrate her. I would still honor her. I would still embrace her and welcome her in the medicine that she was there to give me. And then I noticed that I started to really get excited. Like I could feel emotions building up. I could feel tension building up. And then when the release and the bleeding would come, I so genuinely and authentically was like, yes, I'm celebrating her. This feels so good. I'm so excited. What a release. Ah. I start to feel good, feel much better than I once did long ago with my cycle and the experience that I was having. I also started to have conversations with men, with my friends that are men and my friends that are women and normalize bleeding, normalizing this experience that we're having. Maybe you're listening to, to this and you're like, why is she talking about this? Maybe there's a part of you that feels uncomfortable. Um, hold that part of you. Talk to that part of you. Understand that part of you. And allow it to be there. We get to embrace all parts of ourselves. Oh, it feels good. And I know men have cycles too. And so, especially in a partnership or in a relationship, we start to really sync up emotionally on the day-to-day. -day. And this happens on a grander scale too um, with emotional cycles, which may or may not, again, be related to the moon. So... Um, another way to tune into the medicine that is available through the menstrual cycle or through cycles in general would be to educate yourself on the medicine of the moon, the phases of the moon, and what they are here to gift you with release, with new beginnings, new energy. So men have cycles too. <laughs> and so this is for both women and men. 
And in fact, the men that are here that are listening, I invite you to really tune into your partner, if you have a partner, and ask her how you can support her during that time of the month and perhaps start to perception shift and view her cycle as a container of medicine for your relationship because whatever is coming up to the surface emotionally is a gift that you can then take and do what you will with it for the next month but it is a fucking gift it is an honoring of your day-to-day experience listen to her listen to the frustration listen to the anger listen to whatever it is that may be there whatever those fiery emotions are because it's these deeper layers of herself that are just ready to be shed and if you listen and you embrace it, you accept it, you hold her, then you will be in a beautiful, beautiful container together. So just to throw some educational pieces in here, um, there are four weeks of each woman's cycle, and there are four weeks of each moon cycle as well. So when a woman is bleeding, that is the first phase, which is the menstruation phase, this is a time for inner processing, resting, and renewal. So it is a time to really be with the body, to rest, to give yourself the time and space to bleed, to release, to become renewed. You need to shed these old toxic feelings, emotions, experiences, whatever it is that you are releasing and give yourself the time and space to process and to do so. The second week, so the week after bleeding, is the follicular phase. During this week, women are their most creative, their most active, and the most able to learn something to retain something mentally. The third week is the ovulation phase. This week, women are best at communicating, working as a team, teamwork. So if there's something in a partnership that um, you get to do together, then the ovulation week is the best week for that. They're the most stable, reliable during that week most grounded, I'd say. The fourth week is the luteal phase. This week, right before menstruation, women are best at problem solving, being direct or assertive, giving direction or guidance, and creative thinking, thinking outside of the box uh, for problem solving. And this healing, this release is for your body, for your heart, for your relationships. And it's deep and it's powerful. So a lot of times when women are 
bleeding and having these emotional experiences, you might hear them say something like, I don't know why I'm crying. I'm just crying and I don't know why. It's just emotional. I'm just having my period. I don't know what's wrong with me. And let me tell you something, girl, there is nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. And maybe you don't know why you're crying and that's okay. But I will tell you something, the more that you tune in to your body, to your cycle, the more that you will know exactly why you're crying. The more empowered you can feel in the experience of your cycle because cycles are fucking powerful. And so are you. Now, the full moon is coming up, guys, and it's on the 26th of April, and this full moon is full moon in Scorpio. So as I come on here and I'm talking to you about cycles and supporting each other and tuning into your experiences more deeply, it feels important as a Scorpio myself to come on here and just stress to you that now is a beautiful time. The moon is in your favor for you, man or woman, to tune into whatever shadowy emotions arise between now and the full moon. Take a look at the stories that, have, that are coming up, the darker emotions that may or may not be coming up because they are coming up for a reason for you to release them. So I invite you to tune into this practice, to tune into cycles and how powerful they are and how impactful they can be. It is a life-changing experience to be one with self, with your body, with your cycle. The cycles of the moon the more you lean in, the more supported and empowered you feel. And you're not alone. I am hosting a community call next Wednesday, and it is free. So anybody who wants to sign up, the link will be in the show notes of this episode so feel free to click and to sign up it'll be wednesday april 21st at 5 30 eastern standard time i will put the link in the show notes and i would love to see you there please join ask any questions you'd like about this episode anything it is just literal support for you to know that you are not alone for you to tune into your power for you to lean into your tribe to lean into yourself to lean into your emotional body you are supported and you are loved Thank you for being here. It is an honor to share with each and every one of you authentically. Tune in 
and visit the website authenticallymeradio.com. You are exactly where you are supposed to be, doing exactly what you are supposed to be doing. And you are loved.